This is the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created to uplift, motivate, and inspire women of color to be fearless in the pursuit of their dreams, go after what they deserve, and show up as their most unapologetic, most authentic selves. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe, and fiercely transforming her life. So sit down with me, get your notebook, grab a pen, and let's create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, boo. (laughs) Welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Happy Monday. I hope you had an amazing weekend and your week and your day is off to a great start. Y'all, I have been living out of my suitcase this entire month. I was just in Jamaica and then came home for like two days and then flew right back out to Texas to surprise my little brother for his graduation. He graduated out of high school, which is so crazy because I remember the day he came home from the hospital and now he's taller than me. It's crazy. And I know I don't talk about my little brothers a lot on the podcast, but y'all, I adore them. And we all look like my dad, just copy and pasted each of us one after the other. (laughs) But that is where I have been. He had no idea I was coming. He's so sweet and gentle. And this kid never asks for anything. And he called me up and he says, hey, do you think you can come to my graduation? Y'all, I already had my ticket booked, but my dad and I thought it would be a nice surprise. So I told him, no, you know, I can't make it. I'm so sorry. I got to work. And he was so disappointed. <laughs> He's like, you can just bring your computer with you, bring your microphone, da 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 So just to see his face light up when they picked me up from the airport, I just felt so blessed and honored and grateful that God allowed me to be there and support him on his big day. That being said, I know y'all are so tired of me saying how much I appreciate all of you, and it's probably getting on your nerves, but I have to say thank you, and I will keep saying thank you so much for listening to the show. A lot of you sent me pictures of yourselves in your cap and gowns, and you all got your bachelor's and master's, and a few of you got your doctorate degrees, and just sent the most amazing, most beautiful messages about how you've been listening to the show while also going to school and how this show has helped you on your journey. And y'all had your girl way in her feelings, okay? (laughs) I was eating Chipotle one night and someone sent me this long, beautiful message about how even though I didn't know it, but I was with her on her journey to get her PhD. And y'all, them chips and salsa had to sit there on that table because I was crying, okay? (laughs) It just touched me so deeply and it meant so much to me to see all of you out there just thriving and making it happen for yourselves. So thank you, boo. Thank you. I know I say it all the time, but You guys say I inspire and I motivate you, but it's really all of you that do that for me. So thank you, boo, 
for real. Okay, let's talk. So I mentioned a few weeks ago that I had to have surgery. I was experiencing a myriad of health issues the last several months, and one of those issues was reproductive health. And I learned I had uterine polyps and fibroids, not sure if I mentioned that, but I had to get them surgically removed. Now, I have been very blessed. I have not had to have surgery since high school. And having surgery as like a teenager slash grown child is way different than having surgery as an adult. As a grown child, you learn you have to have surgery. You go in, you go to sleep, you wake up, it's done. Your only focus is recovery. As an adult, it hits different and not in a good way because on top of the problem that you are experiencing, you have to coordinate your schedule for surgery. You have to coordinate who's going to help you after the surgery. You have to sign waivers before you go under, like, do you consent to this? Do you consent to that? You have to pay the bill when the surgery is over. So going into this experience, I was already nervous and kind of worried because this is the ultimate adulting situation. But both of my parents have been really involved since my health started spicing up my life a little bit. And when my dad learned I had to have surgery, he booked a flight to come to Chicago the minute I told him. And I'm not even lying to you, boo. The words, daddy, they said I have to have surgery and someone will need to be there because I'll be under anesthesia. As soon as that was coming out of my mouth, his response was, okay, so they have flights coming in the night before at like 9 p.m. So I'll be there in the morning to pick you up and I will drive you. And I told him like, no, it's okay. It's, it's not that serious. It's very common. It'll only be one day. I'll get to go home that day. Do not stop your life to come up here for this one day thing. And he goes, yes, it's common, but it's not common to you. And I need to be there for that. So surgery day comes and my mom took off work. My dad is here. My auntie ended up taking off work to be there. And it just felt like everyone was making such a big fuss over something that I thought didn't need much fuss over. And my family was making this big deal out of me. We show up, my dad is standing at the check-in desk with me at this big age. (laughs) He has his backpack, he downloaded a few movies to watch on his phone while he waited, he'd had some snacks, my aunt brought her laptop, mom brought a book, and the nurses are all looking at us like, is the girl coming in for brain surgery? (laughs) And in the moment... Even though we were making this spectacle in the waiting room and people were looking at us like we were crazy, I had never felt more grateful in my entire life than I had felt in that moment. Because here I was with my parents, my auntie, people who loved me for real, for real, in a moment that may have been insignificant to others, but deep down, if I was being honest, was a huge deal to me because I was terrified, y'all. I had already been going through so much in the months leading up to it and going through it privately. 
I am not the friend that's going to hit up everybody and be like, hey, y'all not doing good. (laughs) I'm sick. Come care about me. Like that's, that's not me. And the only people who really knew what I was going through were the people who genuinely took the time to say, Ash, how are you doing? What's been happening in your life? How are you feeling? The people who opened up the floor to give me space, people willing to make a big deal out of me. And before I knew it, I was on my way home. But on the way home, I just kept thinking about how we spend so much time focusing on the people who don't show up, that we lose sight of the people that do, that we validate the people who hurt us, the people who don't like us, the people who have wronged us in the past, that we make no space, we hold no space for the people who do. And I am so guilty of this because I can give you the name of a person who's wronged me in some way way quicker than I can give you the name of someone who hasn't. And on my way home, I was like, you know what? I don't want to keep making people important who are not important. Letting what someone did or did not do live rent-free in my mind. Keep being the hero in someone else's story. And they have always been the villain in mine. And in order for me to stop giving attention to something that no longer serves me, to stop validating a situation, a time, a person that no longer needs my validation, to stop letting what someone did or said live rent-free in my mind, I have to be the hero of my own story. And when I stop worrying about who's going to show up and save me and that I can save myself, I can allow myself to be myself and let other people love on me just the way that I am, to love on me the way that I need to be loved on, to support me the way that I need to be supported, I realize I have no more room to worry about who's not there. You feel me? Sis, there are people in your life who love you for exactly who you are. They don't love you for your job, They don't love you for your money. They don't love you for your status or what you can do for them or what you have. There are people that want to see you win. There are people who genuinely, deeply, authentically love you for who you are right now, today. And it may not be a big group of people that you talk to all of the time. It may not be people that you see every day. It may very well be one or two people. Maybe someone you least expected. It may even take you a while to really sit down and think about it. But if you called them right now, they would drop everything for you. They would be in your waiting room creating space for you, making a spectacle, making a fuss about you. And those people deserve the best of you because the more air you give a fire, the bigger it becomes. 
the more attention you give to something or someone who hurt you or didn't show up for you or said something stupid, the bigger they become. So I guess what I'm trying to say is stop giving life to something that should no longer exist. Giving air to situations that should have died out a long time ago. Making room and providing a seat for someone to sit and bring you down and make you feel bad and make you feel less than, make you second guess yourself. Girl, bye. Move around. I have decided that this summer is going to be a healthy girl summer for me, which means not only do I need to let up on the (laughs) Chick-fil-A and get outside and touch some grass and do things that are good for me, but I also need to start being the hero again in my story and give air, give time, give space to the people that deserve it, the ideas that deserve it, to the thoughts that deserve it, in the areas of my life that deserve it. It is simply asking, does this deserve the best of me today? Does this guy I'm talking to deserve the best of me today? Does this job deserve the best of me today? Does this family member deserve the best of me today? Does this thought deserve the best of me today? You feel me? And you'd be surprised. There are quite a few things that do deserve the very best of you. But there are also quite a few things that don't. I was listening to an episode on NPR's Code Switch called The Women Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. And when I say I was tapped in from the moment I pressed play, when we think about the bus boycott, we think about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, but we never really learned how this bus boycott was organized. But in this episode, you hear directly from the many women who organized for months and did what it took to make this bus boycott happen. And y'all, I was locked in the entire time. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR's podcast. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories of joy, stories of resilience, stories that are distinct and varied and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. So, as someone that has textured and curly hair, I'm excited to share Clairol's Textures and Tones came out with a permanent color range specifically for curly and coily hair types. Say hello to the improved formula and new look while preserving curls and shine. With 12 shades of brilliant intense color, no ammonia, and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair. So if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists, and it was created 
made with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy to use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo because it's not the hair color you were born with, but the hair color you were meant to be. Clairol, it is so me. The thing is, boo, when you become the hero of your own story, you will inevitably become the villain in someone else's. Even if you've done nothing wrong, even if you've always tried to do the right thing and you've given your best, whether that be in time, love, affection, money, whatever, when you stop and you start choosing you, And you choose to focus on the people that deserve your focus. And you reserve your energy for who deserves your energy. There is bound to be someone that is unhappy. Hear me out. When you start asking yourself, does this person deserve the best of me today? And your answer is no, that you will become the bad guy. You will be the one that's quote unquote acting funny. You will be the one that hurt them. You will be the one that they talk about in their private group chat. And you know what? Sorrows, sorrows, prayers, okay? I have learned that I have to be okay with being the bad guy sometimes. That when I shift my attention, when I shift my focus off of something or someone, there is going to be pushback. And that I have to be okay with the fact that if I am showing up in a big way for the people and the things that deserve it, then I am showing up small for the people and the things that don't. Y'all, we be saying affirmations like, I am deserving of love and greatness and I am worthy of all these things I dream about. And then in the same breath, be upset Because the people we keep surrounding ourselves with don't give us that love and they don't make us feel great or worthy. We say affirmations like, I am mentally well and stable and healed, and then put ourselves in environments where our mental health be hanging on by a thread. We will say, I will have good, supportive, safe friendships I can thrive in, but then entertain the same group chats with the same groups of people where ain't nobody talking about nothing. We will say things like, I celebrate the abundance of everything in my life and then turn around and allow something or someone to make us feel small. Make it make sense, sis. Am I in your business? Because I'm in mine too. (laughs) I'd be saying things like, I believe in myself, but then we'll turn around and be offended that someone else doesn't believe in me. Girl, what? (laughs) That doesn't even make sense. Change the energy around, sis. Fill your life with the people and the things that make you a big deal, you know? that make a fuss over you, that sit in your waiting room with snacks because they don't play when it comes to you. Who deserves you, sis? What deserves you? 
Start putting the people who have your back front of mind. Start letting things that grow you, things that help you, things that shape you, things that make you feel loved and appreciated and feel worthy and great, let those things live rent-free in your mind, not the other stuff, because you are worth the fuss, sis. You are a big deal, and you do deserve it. That's it for today's podcast, boo. If you loved the Slay Girl Slay podcast, be sure to leave us a rating and a review on the podcast app that you're tuning in on. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to follow us on our socials at Slay Girl Slay and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. The Slay Girl Slay podcast is brought to you by Ash Media Network with brand new episodes every Monday. I can't wait for our next girl chat. So please believe we will chat soon, boo. Peace.